You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome back to another episode of Ship Talking, where we talk about relationships of all types. Today, we are talking about ways to navigate the end of a relationship, which is what our guest today, Nicole Quallen, helps people do every day. Nicole is the founding attorney at Two Families Law, which is a collaborative divorce practice in Durham that works with families who aim to divorce outside of the court system. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad I've finally been able to get you on this show. I've been working on having you on for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sharon. I'm so happy to be here and talk about divorce. (laughs) Start by telling us a little bit about Two Families Law, which I know is pretty unique. Um, How is it different from other family law practices? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're really a unicorn in the divorce world. And even most of our clients, until they're in the door, have not heard of collaborative divorce, don't know what it is, don't understand what we do. So I'm happy to talk about it. Thrilled. Um, okay. So Two Families Law is a divorce law practice that works entirely outside of the court system. Um, so we work with divorcing families from the moment they decide to separate to even before that, um, through a full settlement of all the the icky and difficult legal questions about custody and money through the final divorce. Um, and our clients never have to go to court. There's no depositions, um, no adversarial fighting. And we get to that end in a number of different ways that we can talk about, but it's all about being outside of court and about finding agreements and paths forward that work for the whole family rather than a um, spouse versus spouse kind of a system. So tell me a little bit about general divorce proceedings. So are the majority of divorces, I guess they're set, they are settled in court, the majority of them? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. Actually, the majority of divorces, like the majority of all uh, legal issues and lawsuits, are usually settled outside of court anyway. Um, court is extremely expensive, time-consuming, and there are huge wait times just to get into court. So most things settle before. But most divorce, the vast majority of the divor- of divorce that happens in the United States, at least, um, happens sort of in this posture of preparing for court. So both parties will hire their litigator, um, they'll collect a bunch of discovery, they'll make a whole bunch of threats. And it's sort of this like posturing um, and you hash it out until you probably get to a settlement and settle some or maybe all of it outside of court. And then you maybe enter a court order. Some of that is like legal nuance um, that may or may not be important, but almost all divorce let's see, let's say 90% of divorce-ish in the U.S. is settled in the shadow of the law, sort of like trying to guess what a judge would say. There's this kind of like looming presence of the court in the background. Yeah. And your lawyers are paid to sort of guess what a judge might do and everyone wants to avoid court. So they um, play this guessing game. Um, But what we're doing at Two Families rather than trying to guess what a court might do and avoid it by sort of forcing a settlement is we try to like really put the court in the back burner and talk about things like 
What's healthy for your children? How do we get a budget where both people can pay their bills? Um, things like that, a, a much more humanistic and holistic kind of a, an approach. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram page for, for two families that the tagline says, let's be more thoughtful about divorce and how to do it exceedingly well. So talk to us more about what it means to do divorce well. Yeah. Um, this is so, so near and dear to me. Um, and I've been through it and we can talk about that. But divorce is such a, a peculiar and very common experience in our world. So we all know that it's happening to about half of the marriages that take place. Half of them are ending in divorce. And I feel like most of us are just not doing it well. We have this legal system that, you know, say what you want about the legal system. It has a lot of problems in almost every area. And especially in family law, it's just, it just doesn't look right to me. You have judges trying to do their best, deciding like human questions about how to raise kids in two households, how to, you know, coerce one ex-spouse to support another ex-spouse. Um, and it just almost, it just, I guess I shouldn't say almost always, but it turns to conflict and pain so often. And that's, that's so hard for me. Um, and so I started my practice in a traditional litigation firm and saw that. And I just felt like, gosh, none of this is working right. Like the family lawyers are upset. The judges are exhausted. The families are crushed by legal fees and emotions. And so Two Families, which is part of a larger collaborative law movement, is this really heartfelt attempt to say divorce is so common, it's happening all the time in this sacred institution of family, and I think we can just do it way better if we do it in a different way. Um, and that means a lot of things. So um, treating lawyers differently, treating families differently. A lot of asking divorcing spouses to come together and have conversations rather than, you know, dividing them and, and having sort of proxy fights with lawyers and court in the middle. Um, one, one thing that divorcing well means to me is helping families to look forward rather than backward at almost every turn. Because when I think of a healthy divorce, I think, okay, a marriage has ended, a huge change has happened to a family unit. What are we going to do about it? And and looking forward seems to be the way to really make it healthy. Like let's turn this into an experience that helps people grow or learn or thrive in a new way. Nicole, I'm going to stop you right there just because we're out of time, but we're going to return in just a few minutes to to hear you keep talking about this. Thank you so much. Awesome. Great. Thank you for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. 
Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I'm your host, Sharon, and we're joined by Nicole Qualen, who is the founding member of Two Families Law, which is a collaborative divorce practice in Durham, North Carolina. Nicole, you were talking with us about how to do divorce well, and you mentioned helping families look forward rather than backward. Pick up where you left off. Yeah. Well, we were talking about doing divorce well, which I think is a huge question that I'll think about for as long as I do this work. Um, Yeah, I think looking forward is a huge way to do divorce well. I I say that as a lawyer and as a person. Um, If you're going through this experience, I think looking ahead of you rather than behind is like the way through. Um, Some other interesting things about thinking about doing divorce well that I think are kind of unique to the way we practice is one is about like having a really healthy life and work life as a family lawyer. You might not think of that, but um, the family lawyers I was working with when I litigated were so stressed out. And I worked with some really smart, talented, well-meaning people. Like these were not soulless jerks. They were people who really wanted to do the right thing and help families. Um, But they were frustrated with the court system. They were, you know, they would feel the pain that these families feel from fighting so much. It's like, it's kind of like the stereotype that you see on TV and think about divorce of just like fruitless fighting. Um, So another thing we do at Two Families is like, We don't take on a million clients at once. We're really particular about who we take on and only taking on folks when we are ready to give it our all. Um, And we, you know, take time off and, um, and really take care of ourselves so that we can give this like really present kind of therapeutic support to our families. Um, One thing I noticed on your website was the collaborative aspect of collaborative divorce. You talked a little bit about how you bring in financial planners and mental health experts. Can you talk with us a little bit about that? Yeah. So collaborative divorce is this term that is much bigger than two families law. It is um, a system that exists under law in North Carolina and most but not all of the United States and many other countries in the world. Um, And it's a format where there are two attorneys um, for two spouses who sign a pledge to stay out of court and to do a number of other things under the category of like, be a good person, um, be honest and fair. Um, And then, yeah, we can bring in what someone we bring in a lot is a child neutral. And that is someone who's a trained. Yeah, this is so cool. Um, I'm going to have a meeting with one of these on Friday that I'm looking forward to. This is someone who's a trained child psychologist who will meet with any of the kids in a family and both parents, um, and then they will come and present to the lawyers and the parents some of um, their perspective and and guidance in making a co-parenting plan. And that's contrasted to in a court battle, let's say you have a family with a mom and a dad, each parent would hire their own their own child therapist to come on the stand and talk about all of the reasons the other parent is a bad parent. This time the parents engage this person together and they're there to speak about the kids um, and their best interest and not not get into um, an adversarial kind of a place. And we can do the same thing with finances too. And that's usually when somebody has something um, 
complicated in their in their financial life. And you said you were selective about the clients that you take on. Talk to us a little bit about the the types of families you work with, you choose to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a big thing. I feel like so many of my peers are jealous that we get to do this. But one thing, um, so we, ha- we have an amazing practice manager named Casey, who is um, a divorced woman herself. And she is, she's our, you know, first line that people meet. And if anyone is rude to Casey or doesn't respect our system of like how to book, how to fill out an intake form, you know, this is how we see clients. We've learned that that's a red flag and then that person is probably like likely to not be great to work with and might have trouble communicating through divorce. So, so if you are listening and you want to work with us, be nice to Casey. She's amazing. And, and we work with families. We can tell. So we, you know, we do a required one hour consult before anybody comes on um, to work with us. And we can, we, we've gotten really good at gauging uh, me, Casey, and then Sarah, who's our other attorney. We're really good at gauging who has things like the emotional intelligence, the goals, the um, maybe sensitivity that it takes to like sit in a room with your ex and, you know, talk through a really contentious issue. So we try to pick families who we think um, have a high chance of success or at least are just like really good people really trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And Nicole, one of the first things I noticed on your website under the about me section was I'm Nicole and I have stood where you stand. So I know your own background and experiences with divorce have played into your work and the creation of your practice. Would you mind sharing some of that with us? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is really my heart's work. It It's so big. It's so delicate and important. Um, yeah, so I have the... Um, much stigmatized distinction of having gone through not one but two divorces, and and I have kids from my second marriage, so um, I know what it is to be a co-parent. And gosh, that has just taught me everything about empathy with the people who I work with, with people who are going through divorce. And I thought I knew that before. Um, by, you know, being like an open-minded, empathetic person, (laughs) self-described, but really having gone through it and and co-parenting children, it it just gives this sensitivity. And I know that my clients, they value it so much. We connect over it. You know, I can just look at a mother who is terrified of the first night that her children in their lives, you know, don't spend the night with her. And I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Um, And yeah, so like mostly in my day-to-day counseling of people and helping through issues, I just have this this different lens. And then Sarah, who's my teammate, um, is not divorced, but she's she's happily married and she's the child of divorce. And together, I feel like we have this amazing way. And I'm not a child of divorce, so we get to talk and and have great empathy for our, our families. All right, we're going to pause you right there and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. They say, they say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. You're a fine girl. 
And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We are talking to Nicole Qualen, who is the founding attorney of Two Families Law. Nicole, we were talking a little bit during the break about the stigma that still follows divorce. And I just respect so much the work your practice does in normalizing divorce. But in your experiences, how does the stigma and shame that divorce carries with it affect the process for people? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is my, this is my soapbox, Sharon. Um, (laughs) Perfect. I, I just can't say enough. Okay. So I feel like I, um, my number that I've loosely kept track of is that I've probably worked with something like four or 500 divorcing families. Um, Yeah. It's a lot of families. um, And, you know, so I think about what, what can I do to make this thing better? And if there were one thing, it would be stigma and normalizing is the word. It's so crazy to me that this divorce is happening everywhere, every day, all the time. It's happening in COVID. It was happening before COVID. Um, it's happening in all levels of socioeconomic status. It's happening in religious families. It's happening um, in super wealthy, educated people um, all over the board. And there's so much stigma. Just, um, I think yesterday a friend tagged me in like a cute Instagram post with a woman saying, I'm divorced, but it doesn't define me, which I thought was like not a controversial thing to say in like a progressive Instagram bubble. And you should see the comments, Sharon. I was blown away. I think I literally saw zero positive comments, at least that were coming up. And there was all the way from like, you know, Bible quotes about, that, you know, divorce being terrible. Okay. Not surprising to people saying like, well, was it your fault? Well, was there abuse? Was there alcohol? What did you do? It does say a lot about who you are. Um, and it's just so pervasive. And I honestly like still have little bits of it internalized in myself that I'm, I'm so hard trying to work through. Um, but it's everywhere. Even like my most progressive, wacky, um, liberal friends still, I think, think like, yeah, but if you really try and you figure it out and you go to therapy, like every marriage should work. Um, and I just wish I could show people like the amazing, strong, smart, empathetic people that come into my office that have done everything. And they are still just like, I I have to leave this marriage or like, I'm going to collapse or I can't be this example to my kids. Um, so A, divorce is normal, y'all. It's happening all the time and it's okay. B, marriage is more complicated than we think and we haven't really updated it since like 1950. Um, so let's <laughs> let's think about that um, and C, just be nice to people um, and just let's assume that if this is happening to 50% of the marriages, it's not because 50% of people in marriages like are flawed or not trying hard enough. <laughs> I needed you in my life five years ago. And I remember just, it, I wasn't married, but I had a relationship for the majority of my 20s that ended and just feeling so just absolutely devastated and being so embarrassed that it was a relationship that did that to me and just having and just feeling so I mean, embarrassed. Embarrassed is the word. I had no model that mm. it was okay to talk about 
how shitty the end of relationships can be and that it was very common. And I, I really didn't feel like I, I kind of found my grounding again until I started becoming close to women who had had similar experiences. I think mm. you, know my, you know my friend Lindsay, who is, who is one of the first ones who sh- just had stories that, that I shared. And so I've been very impressed from a distance, just at how you're navigating these conversations with such such grace and thoughtfulness. And again, I think it's just so important to have these reminders and models. And so I'm 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 so happy to be connected and like honored to be connected to you. I think you're doing such incredible work in the Durham community. And I'm I'm really glad you came on to talk about it. If someone is interested in contacting you or um, learning more about Two Families Law, can you talk about where they can go? Yeah. Um, Thank you for those kind words. And I love Lindsay too, so much. Um, You can go to our website, twofamilieslaw.com. And there's contact information there if you are interested in being a client. And we also, um, it's it hasn't happened yet in COVID, but our dear friend Lindsay, Lindsay Michelle and I, we lead um, healing workshops for people who identify as women specifically um, that are going through divorce or serious breakups. Um, and that's twofamilieshealing.com. And then we have Facebook and Instagram presences. And that is just for anybody who wants to learn about divorce, relationships, breakups, communication, how to be nice, things like that. <laughs> And we'll be sure to to drop all those in the show notes so they're really easy to access. Great. Nicole, thank you so much. Thank you, Sharon. I love you. It was good to chat. No, this has been so great. If you haven't already, follow Ship Talking on Apple Podcasts. Drop us five stars and review if you like us because that'd be great. And tune in next week when Nicole is going to join us again to answer some common questions you all have about divorce. So stay tuned. And thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has them say brand new.